that what? We need faith to relate to God. We need faith to relate to God. Right? We need faith to relate to God. Good. What was something new that you didn't know that you learned? Yes. So God is pleased with people that like even though they might be struggling, like they're still looking to seek him. Right. Right. Even though you might be struggling, God is more pleased with you because you still have faith, you're still trying to seek him. And the other perfect person who doesn't believe in God. Okay? That's the main message last night. Now, having said that, we'll pick it up briefly today and then we'll, we'll look at two things this morning, not for very long, and then we will pray before lunch, okay? Diligent seekers have faith to overcome sin. So I said today we'll talk about that. Diligent seekers. So let's, yesterday we, look, we saw that diligent seekers have faith to please God, just to relate to God, to take God at His word. God says, if we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God said it, right? He said, if you confess, I will forgive, right? So if I went to kill somebody, God forbid, and then I come to confess, don't you think it takes faith for me to believe that God has forgiven me? So if I believe that in spite of killing somebody, God has forgiven me, why? Because he said that if I confess, he will forgive me. I have faith, right? And just by having that faith, I make him happy. He's pleased with me. That's how come David was a man after God's own heart, you know? It wasn't because he was perfect. He committed adultery and killed. But he believed that God was merciful. He said, I hope in your mercy, and I have faith in your mercy that you will forgive me. You understand? So, because he believed that God would forgive him, God forgave him. You know Psalm 51? David said, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Then he said, I was conceived in sin. Everything that I do is sinful. Please forgive me. See, he prayed and asked God to forgive him. And then he believed that God is true to his word. So he took God at his word. Some of us, it's difficult for us to even forgive ourselves. Why? Because you don't have faith. Why, why is it difficult for you to forgive yourself? You're not perfect. That, that, that no matter who you are, you are not what? Perfect. You mess up here or there. And um, when you do, remember what I'm telling you. Have faith. God will forgive me. It's a devil's trick to deceive you to think that God never forgives you, or God holds it against you. So the devil keeps you thinking that way so that you are always afraid of coming to God, right? Afraid of coming to God, so you then easily you're moving away from God. That's how come people then get out far away from God because they think, oh, they look at Pastor Cyril's like, yeah, he's a perfect kind of Christian. I'm not like him. God is really happy with him and not with me. Hey, please. God is happy with me because of my faith, not because of anything that I do. 
Start with me because I believe that he forgives. I believe in his mercy. Everything he says, I believe it. It's because of faith. It's not because of anything that I do more than you do. That's why I'm telling you, if you get ahead with God, princess, you need to have faith to please him. Amen? Amen. Today, we are looking at diligent seekers not only have faith to please God by relating to him and taking him at his word, but they also have faith to overcome sin. To overcome sin. First John chapter 5, verse 4 and verse 18. Fariana. Can you read for me? You can't? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Antonia. Okay. For whatever is born of God will overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Amen. Powerful scripture. This is a really, really powerful scripture. If you can memorize it, it will help you. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God. Means that if God gives birth to a cat, a cat will overcome the world. Whatsoever means whatsoever, right? Whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever, whatever, whatever God gives birth to has in its nature the capacity to overcome this world. What is the world? Who knows? What is the world? When we say the world, Hada, Hadassah, when we say the world, what comes into your mind? You say, Something that God created for man's what? For man to live on. Okay, so like the earth, you mean, right? So yeah, that's one. That's one meaning of the world, the earth that we are living on. Now, do you think that um, that's what this scripture is talking about? How, how do we overcome the earth? So what? What then do you think is the world? The other meaning of the world in scripture? Any idea? Yes. Sin or sinful nature, right? Sin or sinful nature. How do we know that? Let's turn to First John, chapter two, verse fifteen. I don't have it here, but um, pick up your Bibles if you have one. Remember, there are only two reasons why I said you can be on your phone, right? One, you are reading your Bible, or two, you are taking notes. So, 2 verse 15 to 17. It's a nice scripture to memorize. I can tell you that scripture from the top of my head. So, you have to memorize it, okay? 1 John 2, 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in where? The world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life 
they are not of the Father, but they are of the world. And then verse 17 says what? And the world passes away, and the lasts thereof. But whosoever does the will of God abides forever. Amen? So in this scripture, it's telling us what the world is. Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world, right? So what are those things? The lust of the flesh, right? Lust of the flesh. I see you. I like you. I want you. I want to be with you. The lust of the flesh. Uh, people lust after other people. All the um, sins involved in sexual immorality. They are all fueled by passions of lust, right? You talk of the sin of pornography, masturbation, um, fornication. You know what fornication is? What is it? What? Sexual what? Sexual intercourse before marriage. That's fornication, right? What's the difference between fornication and adultery? Daughter is like being married and still having sexual intercourse with somebody else who is not your wife. You know, when, when we're young, we think that um, all these passions and lusts and whatever feelings that I have in me, I'll, I only have to get married and then that'll be it. If that was really the case, there won't be adultery, <laughs> right? It, it never stops. It actually becomes worse after you've gotten married. Because before you get married, I mean, if you're um, you're able to keep yourself and you marry as a virgin, you will not know what, how it feels to have sex, right? You will not know it. You will just... But after you got married, you will know it. And then now, you'll be looking outside of your, your home. Right? And those are the lusts of the what? Flesh. Lusts of the flesh. Things that make you feel good in your body. So that's one thing in the world. The other thing in the world from this scripture is what? The last of the where? The last of the eyes. The last of the eyes. Things that look good are what we want. Right? Things that look good. So um, we're always so concerned. It's good to be concerned about how you look and everything. But it should not overpower you in a way that affects your relationship with God. Do you get it? The last of the eyes. Some are obsessed with um, shopping. Always shopping for the newest stuff. Newest stuff. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But the only thing that makes it wrong is when it overpowers your devotion to God. Do you get it? It overpowers your devotion. So that you are so, I'm so concerned with how people look at me such that if it means that um, I don't even worship God like he deserves, I would rather be all the nice-looking person in everybody's face and, and then not really worship God. When it becomes that way, God is really not your God. Something else is your God. Do you get it? The last of the eyes. And then the pride of life. The pride of life is things that make me feel important. Right? What are things that make people feel important? What do you think? Money. money. Sadly, money. So, 
like to get money so that I feel important. Like yesterday when I was telling you, um, iPhone S what? SX Max, right? iPhone SX Max. <laughs> He's wondering what that is. <laughs> yeah. So let's say I, I want iPhone SX Max so that I can feel important. You know, when I'm talking to you guys, I show my iPhone SX Max. You know, it's like, and oh, this is my new phone. You know, guys, you know, this one's my new phone. <laughs> Understand? And, and, and then I, I feel important. And then the latest, whatever that comes, I buy. And um, latest car, it's, not, it's not, nothing wrong with having an iPhone SX Max, nothing wrong with having a very nice car and having all those things. But why are you always wanting those things, right? It's the why. And if the why is so that you can, um, you can um, be proud, then you are walking in the sins of the world. Now here he's saying, whatever is born of God overcomes all these things. If you are born of God, you have in you the capacity, this, to overcome the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It's inside you. Do you think a lion, when a lion is fighting with a sheep, who is more likely to win? The sheep has a chance. Hey, how? <laughs> Vanessa, how does the sheep have a chance? Faith. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Faith, that's true. Uh, she has faith to overcome. But the point is, you can see that even without looking at um, me telling you that, oh, the lion that I'm talking about is a baby lion. Just by mentioning lion and sheep, you can have an idea who is likely to overcome. Right? How? Because of the nature of a lion compared to the nature of a sheep. You get it? So, in the same way, whenever I am to tell you this one that is born of God and this one that is in the world, when the two of them are to face a fight, which of the two is likely to overcome? You should be quick to say the one that is born of God. Because, sorry? <laughs> uh, we were talking of a spiritual fight here. <laughs> a physical fight it depends on your structure and whether you... I mean, some of you, I'm sure if I were to fight you, you beat me up. Uh, but uh, spiritually, you can't beat me up. That well, for sure. Uh, but um, you should be able to tell that this person that is born of God can overcome. And why? He says, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. This is, this is the secret of the one who is born of God. This is how he overcomes the world. Not by looking nice. Not by whatever, but by faith. This is the victory that overcomes even our faith. By our faith. And then verse 18, now he begins to explain what overcoming the world 
looks like overcoming the world. He said, here he says, whatever is born of God overcomes. Then in verse 18, he says, we know that whoever is born of God. So he's talking about the same person, right? One who is born of God overcomes the world. The one who is born of God does not sin. Does not sin. Who is here who has never sinned before? Who is here who has never sinned before? If you put up your hand, you have just sinned because you are just <laughs> telling a lie. Right? But here he's saying whatever, whoever is born of God does not sin. So obviously, it does not mean that you, you never sin. Right? Because one way or the other, we all sin. The Bible says if we say we have no sin. First John 1, verse 7 or verse 8. If we say we have no sin, princess, if you say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. You understand? We deceive ourselves. We are telling lies to ourselves. And the truth is not in us. We deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So, here, obviously, he's not talking about that you never sin. Whatever is born of God does not sin. What then is he talking about? Do you know? What? I don't know, but like, after you have God... After you have God, I mean, we, have all, we all have God now, but I ask who has not sinned after, okay, who has never sinned after believing in Jesus? Show by hand, you've never sinned after believing in Jesus. So, we are all, if we believe in Jesus, we're all born of God, and we're all saying that we have um, not never sinned, <laughs> right? We have sinned one word or the other after coming to know Jesus, Right? And so, if he says, whoever is born of God does not sin, then what does it mean? What does it mean? What do you think? Yes, Vanessa? Um, I don't know. It depends on, um, like, God's stands for, like, God's That's good. Wow, that's really good. That God, um, like Jesus, stands in for us. So, God does not see us with our sin, right? That's good. Yeah, that's one of it. That's one aspect of it. But the other aspect and the main aspect is what it means there, the actual Greek word there that is translated does not sin actually means does not keep on sinning. One who is born of God does not keep on sinning. What it means is does not make a practice of sin. Okay, so it's one thing that um, I saw this beautiful lady, so charming, long hair with eyes, and she did, she just did her hair like this, and then I was mesmerized. And then I followed her to her home, and um, I thought I was going to evangelize to her, but before I realized, she had evangelized me, and <laughs> uh, I just fornicated. See, it's just one thing. God forbid that it will ever happen to me or to anybody here. Amen? But as an example, supposing that were to happen, see, it's one thing that it happened and, oh, I woke up and it's like, oh, God, what did I just do? Please forgive me. I'm sorry. And then God forgives me. Right? God forgives me. It's an entirely another thing when I say, oh, I didn't know it felt so good. Can we do this every week? 
or can you be my girlfriend so that we can keep doing this? Right? It's entirely another story. The moment I begin to even think that way, you know what it means? It means that I have not truly been born of God. The God nature is not truly in me. If God nature is in you, and you encounter sin, it's like oil and water. It can't mix. It can't stay together. However, you try to push them, the oil will still separate out. Because the nature of the oil is that it can't mix with the water. Do you get it? So when the child of God, by one reason or the other, falls into sin, because of that God nature, they, they are always coming out and finding a way to live right. Doesn't mean that they will fall back into it. Maybe. But if they do, it will not be because they have planned that I am going to do it again. Actually, they would have resolved when it happened the last time that I will never do this again. They would, and, it, and they would have meant it from their heart. It's not like, uh, you know, as for God, yeah, we are deceiving him. So let me just tell him I won't do it again. But I know this one really felt good. I'm going to do it again. I mean, you can't deceive God that way. Do you get it? But in your heart, and God sees it, you know. If not, Jesus, you know what Jesus said? And when they came to, they came to him and said, How often should my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Right? How many times did Jesus say we should forgive our brother? Seventy times seven. That's what you guys, mathematicians. What's seventy times seven? Close. Four hundred and ninety. Hey, you have to use a calculator, you people. Yeah, I mean, Four hundred and ninety. That's good. Seven times seven is what? And then you add a zero. That's it. 490. <laughs> so, Jesus, guys, listen. Somebody came to Jesus. How many times should my brother sin against me and I, for, and I, and I should forgive him? Are you with me? And Jesus said 70 times 7. And so, what it means is that when he sins that same sin, he's not talking about different sins, right? So, if the sin is stepping on your toe, princess, so if I'm stepping on your toe, I mean, your nice Adidas shoe, and I step on it. So if, let's say the first time I pretend like I didn't see it, and I'm walking over, and then I step on it. So Ajay, why did you step on my toe? And then I say, Oh, I didn't see. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And then you say, Okay, it's fine. Then, just two minutes after, I'm coming back, and then I step on it. Ajay, why? I didn't see. And then for, I do that. Uh, let's not even 490 times. Let's say I'm doing that about 10 times now. Stepping on your toe. Will you believe that each time that I'm stepping on your toe, I wasn't planning to? Will you, will you really believe it? You see that it's hard for anybody to believe it. But in Jesus' response, he's actually saying that that is possible. He said, 490 times is not actually 490 times, it actually means infinite. Right? Seven is the number of perfection. So Jesus is saying, uncountable times, every time. And how, how did Jesus know that that is possible? Because we were doing that to him. We've been doing that to him. Right? We come to him every time. For that same stepping on the toe, we step on his toe. And 
we are truly sorry and he forgives us and we keep coming on that same stepping on the toe but you see it is god that knows our hearts bible says do not be, be deceived god cannot be mocked in other words he can't make fun of god because he knows what is in the heart right it's for human beings we can deceive human beings but god knows our heart so god really knows that my daughter even though she's been falling into this sin every time she's really sorry she's just struggling to come out of it and i'm going to help her and how i'm going to help her is through this secret that makes the people who are born of god overcome the secret that makes people who are born of god overcome is what faith so if you keep did i answer your question that you were going to ask okay so if you keep um, falling into sin and you're a child of God, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not a child of God. Do you get it? The devil will try to convince you that you are not a child of God. There's only one weapon you can use to kill the devil. And that weapon is faith. Faith. Oh, God said, if I confess my sin, he'll forgive me. I believe he has forgiven me. They will shut up and get away. That's it. It's like you've just dealt a big blow to his face. If he keeps coming to you hundred times, you keep saying that to him hundred times. God is true to his word. God is not like me, you know, devil. God, me, sometimes I say something and I really don't mean it. But God, he always means what he says. And he says that if I, tell, if I say I'm sorry, he will forgive me. I said I'm sorry, therefore he has forgiven me. doesn't matter how I feel. God is true. That is faith. Now... The next step is you want to be able to overcome that challenge. To overcome means you want to have victory. And he's saying this is the victory that overcomes even our faith. Okay? I'll give you an example of how when your faith is strong, you can overcome sin. When your faith is strong. I don't have the scripture here, but if you are able to find it yourself, you can. I know that what the scripture says, but don't know where it is. Somewhere in Luke or Matthew. The devil planned to tempt Peter and to kick him out of the faith. And Jesus said, Peter, Peter, you know. And Jesus calls your name twice, and you know there's a, there's a problem. <laughs> Peter, Peter, Satan has desired or has wanted, has planned to have you or to tempt you. Satan has planned. You know, as we are saying, also said here, do you know Satan has plans for every one of us? I mean, by name, your name is there. This is the plan that Satan has for you. Just like God has plans for your life, Satan also has plans, Antonia. Did you know that? That Satan also has plans written down. It's not like it's in his head. <laughs> it's written down for you. That at this point, at this, I'm going to bring this person so that I can... It's like, you know, playing checkers. I'm going to push this person here so that he can sway her here. Or I see that she's trying to do this course which is going to make her successful. I'm going to give her this professor who is going to make it very difficult for her to pass. Do you know? Right. So Satan does all those. He has plans. So he had, he had a perfect plan for Peter. And that plan was to 
shake Peter's faith in Jesus in, to an extent that Peter would deny Jesus and go and kill himself, just like he did with Judas. That was, that was Satan's plan. He wanted to take Peter out so that in spite of Peter having been with Jesus, having done all the miracles and everything, he would give up his faith. No, because Judas, that's what, exactly what Satan did to Judas. It was not a big deal that Judas sinned and betrayed Jesus. The real big deal was that Judas, after sinning, never believed that God will forgive him. And so he killed himself. That was where, he, that was where Judas really lost. Because what Judas did and what Peter did was the same. Right? Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter also denied Jesus. Same sin. One was forgiven, the other was not. Why? Because one did not believe that he, his sin God could forgive him. So he didn't have faith. He didn't please God. But Peter believed, was able to somehow believe that if I, if I ask him to forgive me, he will forgive me. So Jesus told Peter, have you found the scripture? Luke 22, verse Exactly. Satan has asked. You know, because Satan really can't do anything without God's permission. He can't do anything to a child of God without God's permission. So he went to ask. Satan has requested so that he can sift. You know how wheat is sifted? You shake it, you shake it, and then the wind blows it, and then it's moving away. So she was going to shake Peter to an extent that his faith would be shaken. But Jesus said something. Hallelujah. And we're, we're about to shift. Jesus said something. He said, but I have prayed for you. I have prayed for you. That your faith, read it. Does he say that I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail? That your faith. Because Jesus knew it's all about the faith, you know. It, the, the faith is the victory that overcomes. Did it say that your faith will not fail? Yeah. I have prayed for you. Look what? Luke 22, 31. I have prayed for you that your faith, Emmanuel, all that the devil is after is, is your faith. Your faith is all that he's looking for. It's not your, your duku, Beverly. The devil does. He's not interested in your duku. Right? So it's not, the devil is not interested in um, Princess's nice Adidas shoe. That, 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 that's not what he wants, Princess. He's after your faith. Your faith. Your belief, number one, that God exists. Right? And that's why all this noise about does God really exist? It's all the devil's plan to shake your faith, to begin to question. Oh, I don't even think God exists, you see. He's already shaking your faith. God, he knows it's your faith that you will use to overcome him. <coughs> then your faith in taking God at his word. So now he gets you to mess up and then now you don't even believe that God will forgive you. He's already shaking your faith. Now, you want to now come out of this mess. You realize that, no, why is, why is that I'm always falling into this sin? I don't want to fall into this sin. I want to overcome this sin. I want to have victory over this sin. The devil knows that if your faith is strong, you will have victory. 
But if your faith is weak, he will always beat you up. So what he will do is to make sure that your faith always stays small and weak so that he can always be and then you are crying. Right? So Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail. What does it mean? Your faith will not fail, meaning that when you are in that battle with the devil, your faith will be strong to overcome. Are you with me? How does your faith become strong to overcome? How? There are many ways that your faith can increase. I just want to focus on one for the next few minutes and then we'll pray. Focus on one. Before we focus on that one, there are two really big ones that make your faith increase. The first one is the word of God. That's why the devil doesn't want you reading the Bible. The devil is smart, though. He's really smart. That's why he gives you all the reasons why you should not be reading the Bible. I mean, for some of us, reading the Bible is like a sleeping tablet. Right? And you are trying to go to bed and you find difficult to sleep. Then you pick up your Bible too because that's what puts you to sleep. It's the devil's tricks. Because he knows if you are to store this word in your heart, your faith will increase. Your faith will increase. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Okay? So that's one. The other way that your faith increases is through prayer. Your faith can increase through what? Prayer. prayer. Jesus said to Peter, I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. Right? Through prayer, your faith can increase. The, the, the disciples came to Jesus and said, they asked Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. That was a prayer. Jesus is God. Isn't Jesus God? So they come to Jesus and say, Lord, increase our faith. That is a prayer. So your faith can increase through what? Prayer. And today, I want to focus on one particular aspect of prayer that is guaranteed when i say guaranteed means there is no chance that it will not increase your faith it is 100 percent sure that when you do this kind of praying your faith will increase who knows speaking in tongues do you think so do you think so do you think so speaking in tongues do you think so Let's see what the Bible says. Diligent seekers build up their faith. See, she was speaking at my notes. <laughs> Diligent seekers build up their faith by speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. You know, the devil is very smart. He knows this is a dynamite weapon of a child of God. He knows that. So, because he wants to de 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 defeat us, because he wants to defeat us, he tries to paint some confusion about speaking in tongues so that even the children of God now begin to question, is this real? Right? And then we don't end up using that gift so that our faith stays very little and the devil can easily box us about. What does the scripture say? Jude 1.20 can you read for me, Anel? But you, beloved, building yourselves up 
Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Big secret. Building up yourselves. You know, when we go to the gym, we're going to build up what? Muscles. muscles. Going to build up muscles. Uh, I don't want to start to show you my muscles because uh, you might, you might, you might, see, you, you see me now, I don't have muscles, but maybe if I start to show you my muscles, you'll see that I'm really, really very strong. <laughs> so, you, or you don't believe me. <laughs> why, why don't I have muscles? Because I don't go to the gym to build up my muscles, right? You do this, you will get this result, right? You, you get muscles if you, if you keep lifting up weights. If you don't keep lifting up weights, you will not get the muscles. It's simple, right? So somebody who wants to have muscle, and, and when you have muscle, I mean, if somebody were to walk in here with all the muscles, and it's like this, right? And it's walking in, somebody like that, and there is a fight, and that person comes, and uh, Emmanuel, you get up. So there's a fight, and this person muzzles. Do you think Emmanuel will, will try to fight the person? Will you, will you attempt? I'm coming like this. Will you, will you attempt? You will attempt. I mean, just one blow in your face, you will be on the floor. Right? So you see that, sit down, thank you, Mano. You see that because this person has been spending time at the, at the gym building up something, when the time of battle comes, even the one who is coming to fight him just looks at him and then he's scared. He hasn't even started the fight, too. He just, if you have the faith, you won't be scared. Yeah, that one was a spiritual battle. <laughs> yeah, we're talking of purely physical battle. Right? So, the point is, spiritually is the same. You have to do something in secret to build up your spiritual muscles. Here, he's saying, but ye, beloved, building up, building up, building up, building up, building up. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Okay? So we're going to talk about speaking in tongues for a few minutes. And I want you to ask all the questions that you can ask. Okay? All the questions that you can ask. By God's grace, I have written two books on speaking in tongues. So I don't know much, but I know a little bit about speaking in tongues that I think I can answer some of the questions you may have. So I'll leave this scripture on. The rest of the things I'm going to talk from my mind. Let's turn to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Let's read from verse 1 to verse 4. Acts chapter 2. Do you all want to stand up for one minute? Maybe two minutes. We want us to... Okay. Okay, let's take, let's take a two-minute break. If you want to use the... Go to the washroom. 
Stand up on your feet. Sorry. Stand up and stretch. Stand up and stretch. Get some water. Are you learning something so far? What's up, princess? What what time do you guys go to bed? One. The girls went to bed around like twelve something. Some of us. The lights were off. When you all wanted me to close before twelve. You had to get ready. I mean, how do you get ready for bed? See, and you didn't even shower. If we did. And you didn't even. And hey! We showered this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't shower this morning. If we did, if we did, it would be 2 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Could we but shower to get You had to get ready. I, I didn't know you had to get ready for bed. I just, have to, I just have to lie down and then I'm gone. That's for guys. Really? Hey. So tonight, tonight, when should we close? 11. Yesterday was pretty good. Yeah. Yesterday we closed at 11. So, but, but this afternoon though, this afternoon, try, yeah, Try and take a nap, okay? Oh, you. I mean, we'll have. My naps are like three hours, though. <laughs> no, not that kind of nap. You can't sleep. All right, guys, let's regroup. Let's come up. Let's continue. So, Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 4. All right, Acts 2, 1 to 4. Beverly, read. Let's pay attention. We're reading the Bible. This is not stuff made up by anyone. This is in the Bible, okay? Read it. Okay. Uh huh. Began speaking in tongues. Uh huh. You see, I knew that you have not finished reading this. The desire of speaking in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. So this is when this, this scripture tells of exactly when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples and they began speaking in tongues. So on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered together with one accord in the upper room. They were praying, and as they were praying, suddenly there came the sound of a rushing mighty wind. So they actually heard the sound. I mean, like we're here right now, and all of a sudden you hear. You know how the sound of a wind when it's blowing. So the sound of a rushing mighty wind. 
And as that sound came, there were cloven tongues like as of fire that sat upon their head. So actually, the, the Greek word there signifies a fire that came down and then divided and sat upon each of them's head. And when that happened, another thing happened. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Right? So remember the stages. So they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. Okay? What was those tongues? Those were tongues that they had never learned before. I mean, like me, I can I don't know how to speak Spanish. I mean, anything at all. I know what is it? Adios? Is adios Spanish? Yeah. Right, adios. Hola. Or what? Hola. Hola. I don't even know what hola means. No. Hola. Hola. So I know adios. I know amigo. Amigo is Spanish too, right? Amigo. So, <laughs> so I know a, I know a little bit of Spanish. I know a little bit of French too. I know garçon. What's garçon? Boys or men, right? Poisson, fish, fish. See, I know a little bit of French too. I just know the yeah, the sort the on on stuff. But I really don't know French. Now imagine we're praying and all of a sudden I begin to speak very fluent French. Very fluent, like I'm speaking English. And communicating to you in very fluent French. I never learned it. It's supernatural. Right? Or I begin to speak in some other language I've never learned. I don't even know it's a language I'm speaking it. Supernatural. That's exactly what happened to them on the day of Pentecost. Okay? And it was a supernatural gift that God had given to them so that they could communicate with him. Okay? Could pray to him. Every other language on earth that you pray, the devil knows what you are talking about. The moment you begin to speak in tongues, you are speaking in a heavenly language. The devil is clueless what you are saying. Doesn't understand tongues. Okay? So... They began to pray, and it says, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, if you fast forward then to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and then chapter 14. Let's read chapter 14, verse 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. And I'm going to pick someone to read for me. A guy, maybe, a guy. Jaden, where is your Bible? 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. I want you all to be looking into your Bibles, please. First Corinthians 14.2. What does it say, um, Nick? For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God. Because people won't be able to... Uh, louder, louder. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be only talking to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the Spirit but it will all be mysterious. Wow, I like that scripture. Say it again, louder. For if you have the ability to speak in tongues... For if you have the ability to speak in tongues, uh-huh. You will be only talking to God. You will be only talking to God. Uh-huh. Since people won't be able to understand you. Since people will not be able to understand you. Uh-huh. 
You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. But it will all be mysterious. But it will all be mysterious. It's in the Bible. I didn't write it. Right? Did you see it in your Bible too? It's there. Yes, Beverly. Didn't you say there's two types of tongues? Like one in a different language that someone can understand? Right. So, I'm going to talk about it. So, the, why is it that, why has the devil been able to convince a lot of Christians that speaking in tongues is not for today? So, it's not like they don't believe in speaking in tongues. They believe that speaking in tongues happen in the Bible, like we're reading. But a lot of Christians, our opinion that speaking in tongues is not for today. That it's all past and gone. Okay? Why? Why do, why, why is the devil able to convince Christians that that is the case. Of course, I told you, the first reason the devil will do that, why he would even do that, is so that he will get many Christians to not speak in tongues, so that they will not build up their faith to be able to stand against him. Okay? But how is he able to convince them? This is how he did it. He said, on the day of Pentecost, when we read it, you see, the people were speaking in tongues, and all the people that had gathered there understood what they were saying. So like I was giving an example of speaking in French. If we have somebody, a French here, even though I don't know how to speak in French, and through the Holy Spirit, supernaturally, I'm speaking fluent French, the French who is here will understand, correct? So they will understand what I'm saying. If I all of a sudden I begin to speak in Swahili, and we have somebody from South Africa here who understands Swahili, they will understand what I'm saying. So that... That's what happened on the day of Pentecost, where most of the languages that were being spoken were understood by people from those nations who had come. Okay? But the scripture doesn't also say on the day of Pentecost that every tongue that was spoken was understood. Okay? So now you see in this scripture, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2, where Paul, the apostle, is writing also about speaking in tongues, and he's saying that there is actually a type of tongues which you speak that only God understands you, right? That's what we read. It says, no, pe no other person understands you. I like the version that I know. It says, for anyone who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but to God. How be it? In the spirit, he is speaking mysteries. So when you're speaking in unknown tongues, so there are those tongues which... Some other person may understand because it's an earthly language, even though you have not learned it. The one speaking it will not have learned it. That's why it's supernatural. And some other person may understand. I'll give you an example. And it still happens today. Okay? Um, somebody, a pastor went somewhere to preach. And he preached. Nice gospel message. Preached everything. And after... He had finished preaching, sat down. Immediately, somebody stood up under the power of the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues. Spoke in tongues for a while and then sat down. So after spoke in tongues for a while and sat down, then there was this Chinese person who was sitting there at the back and came to thank the person who spoke in tongues. Thank you for translating the preaching to me. And he was speaking in Chinese. And the person was confused. What are you saying? Because I can't speak Chinese. <laughs> what, what, what are you saying? Long story short, they found out 
that when he stood up with the tongues that he was speaking was this person's local language in Chinese. That he was actually translating everything that the preacher had just talked about because he was sitting there and didn't get one thing. That's supernatural. You get it. Now, it also happens today that people will speak in tongues that other people understand supernaturally. And it's called gift of interpretation of tongues. So someone will start, get up and speak in tongues. Another person who doesn't understand the language, the Holy Spirit gives them the understanding of what this person is saying. And they interpret it for the people around us to, to understand what God is saying. So like, example, it can happen now as we're doing worship that someone will speak in tongues. And another person with a gift of interpretation of tongues will get up and say, this is what the Lord is saying to us. Da, 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 da. And then we all understand the message. Do you get it? So that's one. So the first tongues is the tongues where you are speaking in an earthly language somewhere, right? That is the language of another person, even though you have not learned it. Okay? The second type is the type where in a church gathering, Somebody gets up, speaks in tongues. Another person gets up and interprets the tongue. Even though both of them don't understand the language that was spoken, but the Holy Spirit lets them have the interpretation of it. Do you get it? That's the second type. Then the, the third type, which is what I'm talking to you about. The third type is the type of tongues that nobody understands and it's not intended for anybody to understand. So we don't need anybody to get out to interpret it. Right? And nobody also understands because it's nobody's language. It's only God. The only purpose for that third type of tongue is for you to talk to God. Period. So I don't need anybody to get up to say, hey, this is what God is. Because God is not saying anything to us when you are praying in that third type of tongue. Are you following? Are you sure? Feel free to ask me any question. Okay? Yes, Vanessa. If you are speaking in tongues in a different language that you don't know, yeah. earthly language. Yeah. Yes. Just like another human being. So I, if I get up and I speak in French, oh, the devil knows French. Right? The devil understands French. So if I all of a sudden I'm saying, je parle. Um, Je m'appelle. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that. <laughs> Je m'appelle uh, Cyril. Right? And, the, and, and there's a demon hiding in the corner there. You think the demon will understand Je m'appelle Cyril? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right? But if I say, Balos kelo bradis ke shonda batayas. You all don't understand it. Because I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to God. Yes. Okay, is the reason why uh, the devil understands our earthly languages because we have like aunts and uncles that are witches? No, no. I'm being serious. No. No, 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 no. It's because the devil, the devil has been around longer than you have. Okay, the devil has been around longer than you have. 
the devil was around when the languages were being divided. Long time it was one language on earth. Remember Genesis 11. And when God came down to confuse their language, the devil was around when that was happening. So the devil knew the languages. Right? And he has demons everywhere and that, lower that know it. You shouldn't be... <laughs> Alright, we're talking about speaking in tongues. So, what have you learned? How many types of speaking in tongues? Three. Three. What's the first type? Different language. So it's a, it's a language on earth. Right? But you, the one speaking it, have not learned it. But the Holy Spirit supernaturally... And that first type often happens when people go out to preach the gospel. Often. There was one, one lady, and this is today, it's not like long time. Today, one lady, she's still alive, went somewhere to go and preach. As she, as she mounted the pulpit, she, there was, she, she needs to preach with an interpreter. Somehow the interpreter got sick or something happened, the interpreter couldn't come. But the people had gathered. She can only speak English. The people don't understand English. What's she going to do? The Holy Spirit tell her, just speak in tongues. Mount the pulpit, take the microphone, and just speak in tongues. And be doing the action like you are preaching. <laughs> and she did that. And as she was doing that, at some point, the people would say, Amen. And then they are clapping their hands. So she didn't know what it was. She didn't even know what she was saying. But she somehow knew that whatever I'm saying, I think the people understand. So she kept on speaking in tongues and, and doing that. And then at some point, she felt that she had come to the end of the preaching and the people were coming in front to the altar. So she must have made an altar call. And the people came. It's supernatural. This is not something you can explain. It's the Holy Spirit, through the gift of tongues, preaching to someone in a language they understand because they also need to hear the gospel. So that's the first type of tongues. The second type of tongues is which one? The one that happens usually in church. Right? Where we're all gathered, it's worship, and somebody gets us, speaks in tongues. And because it, it, that one happens in church, because that speaking in tongues is intended to carry a message to us who have gathered. You get it? So if it's intended to carry a message to us who have gathered, then we have to understand it. So if somebody gets us speaking in tongues, then another person with the gift of interpretation of tongues, or sometimes even the same person, will then interpret. This is what has been said in tongues yes so like when it happens at church and like like let's say an auntie does it and then she speaks she after is it because she was just interpreting what she, she was just interpreting what has been said in tongues do you get it and it's all a gift if you read first corinthians chapter 12 it talks about that the gift of tongues the gift of interpretation of tongues and there's also the gift of prophecy so that's Second type of tongues is happening in the church setting where somebody interprets. But the third type is what we are seeing in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 where it says, nobody understands you because you're not talking to anybody. You're just talking to God. And in the spirit realm, you are actually speaking spiritual mysteries. Why is, why is it mysteries? What's a mystery? Something hidden. Something that you don't understand. Something hidden, right? And that's why it's a mystery because the devil has no clue. It's, a, it's mysterious. It's like, huh? Oh, I was just praying in English and all of a sudden he started praying in tongues. Now he got me all confused. 
because he was listening, I was asking God, God, I want admission into University of Toronto. And the devil says, oh, if God answers that prayer, I must make sure I plant somebody in University of Toronto who, who befriend this young lady so that she will go away from God. So the devil just eavesdropped on your prayer and now he's having plans for you. But as you were praying, um, I want to go to University of Toronto, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. And the devil's like, huh? What, what, did, what, is, what did she just say? And he's, 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 he's lost. Now his plans, he doesn't even know where to, how to organize his plans because he doesn't know what you just said. He doesn't know, but God knows that what you just said to, to him was that, oh, and God, the devil is having plans for me to bring this guy, but keep me safe from this guy. You have no clue that even that's what you said. Right? I'll give, I'll, I'll give you good examples. One, one guy had gone to church. This happened in Korea. They had gone to church, getting back home. Whilst walking down the road. Are you listening? Whilst walking down the road on his way home, he felt the Holy Spirit telling him, stop right where you are and begin to speak in tongues. So he knelt by the roadside where he was and began speaking in tongues. Spoke in tongues for some, a while. Didn't have no idea what he was saying. And after some time, he felt a release. So he got up and went home. When he went home, you know what he found? He found some thieves in his home who had gathered stuff about to take it out. <coughs> Right? But they were there, and the stuff they had gathered was there, and they were standing there like this. They, they, they couldn't get out. So what had happened, at the time that the Holy told him to speak in tongues, the thieves were there, stealing, about to take the stuff. And when he began to speak in tongues, the Holy Spirit, through his praying, intervened. Later, in talking to the people, why, they, why could they, couldn't they get out? They saw angels standing by the door with sword. <laughs> How are you going to get out when the angel is there with a sword? So they had to just stand there and wait. And the man came and met them. Right? So through, how, how do you think this person would have known that thieves were going to steal in my home at that point? There's no way. You understand? And so this third type of speaking in tongues what I want you to focus on. That's what the scripture is talking about. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit is prayer that the Holy Spirit has enabled you to pray. In Acts 2.4 it says, and they all began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. As the Holy Spirit enabled them. Quickly, I want to talk to you about some wrong things that people believe about tongues and why those things are wrong okay the first one is that tongues have ceased that tongues is not for today and people say that because they are only looking at what happened at pentecost thinking that that shouldn't happen again and they give this scripture in first corinthians chapter 13 turn with me to first corinthians chapter 13 Read verse 8, going. Love never fails. Mm -hmm. 
But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Uh -huh. Where there are tongues, they will be still. Right. Where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be, they will be still. Uh -huh. And then? Where there is knowledge, they will pass away. Where there is knowledge, they will pass away. So let's stop there. So they use that scripture and say, oh, actually, no, go on. For we know in parts and we prophesy in parts. Mm -hmm. but, when we com but when completeness comes, what is in parts disappears. When completeness comes, what is in part disappears. So they use the scripture and say, Oh, completeness has already come. So what is in part, which is tongues or prophecy or knowledge, has disappeared. So we no longer um, should speak in tongues today. Why do they say what is, what is perfect has come, what is complete? They, they explain it and say what is complete is referring to the Bible. That in those times when they were speaking in tongues, the Bible wasn't complete. Right? And so now that the Bible is written and complete, we don't have need for speaking in tongues. Now, that understanding is not right, and this is why. When it talks about that which is complete is come, it's not talking about the Bible. Do you know why? Because when that scripture was being written, there was no way that the people to whom it was being written will know that it's talking about the Bible. That's number one. Right? There's no way. Are you following? <coughs> Are you with me? You sure? Eh? Liz? You with me? Uh, there's no way that they will know. The second thing is, Paul, who was writing it, says, When that which is complete comes, I, Paul, I will also know it. When the Bible was complete, Paul was already dead. Paul died in A.D. What? 60 something? 67, I think. And the Bible was finalized, the New Testament was finalized AD 98. So, about 31 years or so after Paul died, was when the Bible was finished or put together. And so, to say, when Paul is saying, when that which is complete comes, then I will know, even as I am known. Of course, he will, he will not be there. So it's not talking about the Bible. What is it talking about then? He's talking about our perfection. When he says complete, it means perfection. That we shall be made perfect. Do you guys know when we shall be made perfect? When? In heaven. Right? When we get to heaven, that's when we'll be made perfect. Right now, whilst we are on earth, we are not perfect because we're still humans. Right? We're not perfect. But the Bible says, when we see him, we shall be like him. In 1 John chapter 3. When we see Jesus, we shall be like Jesus because we shall see him as he is. Then we will know as we are known. Okay? And so when you're talking about when that which is perfect comes, talking about when we are perfected in heaven. But as long as we are here on earth, that which is perfect has not come. And so speaking in tongues, prophecy, word of knowledge, and all those gifts are still here on earth for us okay are you in agreement or no you don't know let's let's go to the second reason why people don't want to speak in tongues or wrong understanding of tongues the next wrong understanding of tongues is that people think of why a lot of christians Aaron, are you with me 
why a lot of Christians don't get this gift or don't use this gift is because they think that the Holy Spirit must speak the tongues through them. Did you think that way? That the Holy Spirit, when I'm speaking in tongues right now, okay? Who was speaking? Was it me or the Holy Spirit? Aha, uh -huh. you see, now I confused you. Who was speaking the tongues? Was it me or the Holy Spirit? Uh -huh. So I'm going to come to it. So when I spoke it, it was not the Holy Spirit speaking it. I did the speaking. But the words that I spoke, the Holy Spirit gave them to me. Now, if you look at Acts 2.4, it says, And the Holy Spirit began to speak in tongues. Is that what it says? No. Who began to speak in tongues? They. they. Right? Act 2.4. And they began to speak in tongues. So who did the beginning? They. They, they began. Right? It was not the Holy Spirit. They began. That's what the Bible says, right? They began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit enabled them. So if I were to send you, Fariana, if I were to send you to go to the dining room, go and tell the one cooking, this is what I am saying, right? And I give you the words, use these words exactly and repeat those words to them. When you go and you are repeating the words to them, who is speaking? You or me? It's Fariana who is speaking, right? Am I saying your name properly? Farian. Oh, Farian. Farian. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Okay, so who will be doing the speaking? You will be doing the speaking. Okay. But the words that you'll be speaking, will they be your words or my words? Your words. It will be my words. So when she gets there to the dining room, she can decide, yes, I have already told her what to say, but she can decide I'm not opening my mouth. If she doesn't open her mouth, will she be able to speak the words that are put in her mouth? No. That's one reason why a lot of us don't speak in tongues. Because we think that, even though I gave you the words, we're still standing there in the dining room expecting that I will come and open your lips for you to talk what I've put in your mouth to say. Do you get it? But that's not how speaking in tongues works. The Holy Spirit enables you, in other words, gives you what to say, but you have to open your mouth and say it, right? And a lot of the times, we, we don't open our mouth to say it because it's like, what's this? I don't understand this. This all this doesn't make sense. What's What does all this mean? Right? What, what does all this mean? This, this is meaningless. This doesn't mean anything. And so we are not opening our mouth to say it. And that is reason, the, the reason for that is what? We lack faith. We lack faith. We lack faith. The lack of faith that makes people not be able to pray in tongues. The other thing that people think is 
To be able to speak in tongues, you have to be in some form of ecstasy. Like the Holy Spirit has to come around. You have to feel the presence, be in the mood, and be in some kind of state. Then you can start speaking in tongues. So in other words, it's not you. It's not, something, it's not an act of your will. Right? It's something that is beyond your control. You just begin to speak in tongues. Right? That's how some people also think. But it's wrong. It's wrong. The one thing you must learn about God, people, God never overrides a person's will. Never. You know who does that? It's the devil. The devil will always do things against your will. God will never do things against your will. He will always respect what you want to do with your life. So if you say tomorrow, I don't want God, I don't want to have anything with God, God won't wake you up and drag you by the hand and force you to come to church. <laughs> Even though he can just do this and you jump from your bed and be in church. Whether you like it or not. But he won't do it. He never will force us against our will. Do you get it? That's how come you can sleep in and not come to church and God will leave you. Even though he knows you'll be destroying your life staying away from him. He'll still leave you. Because he will never do anything against your will. And it's the same with speaking in tongues. When you're speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit still does not go against your will. You choose when you want to start and you choose when you want to stop. It's your choice. So right now as I'm with you, I can decide now I want to speak in tongues. And I start. So I can start speaking in tongues now. Lebos, malevos, kishada bales, kledos, kishonda baredole, brandis, kesua. And then I can decide that I want to stop now, like I just stopped. Right? And that is true tongues. It's not that I have to be in some mood or some mode to speak in tongues. Are you with me? At this point, I want to pause for questions. Yes, Irina. Can you have like a conversation in tongues? Because sometimes like in church when they're praying, it's like they're replying to each other. <laughs> oh. That's, one, that's a good question. It's a very good question. True. Sorry, I didn't hear. You said, can we have a conversation in tongues? Because sometimes in church, when you are speaking, then they are speaking in tongues, it's almost like they are replying to each other. I, I never even noticed that. But, um... <laughs> Let me try and answer that in a biblical way. So, if by conversation in tongues you mean, let's say, I'm talking to Kofi, and in talking to him, I'm speaking in tongues, and then he's speaking tongues back to me. That's what you mean? Okay. Not like, you know, like when you're walking around after you just start speaking, not like that. But like when like they're actually like praying, praying. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's, it's when, whenever we're praying, it sounds like it's rhythmic. Whoever is one, Kaya, oh, Kaya, it sounds something like that. Okay, okay, like okay, 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 okay. It sounds like it's in sequence, so right. it sounds like as a way to Right, right. No, that's, that's, that's just coincidence. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's just coincidence. Sorry? I said it's too frequent to be a coincidence. I like that. It's too frequent to be a coincidence. That's why you're saying that they're speaking a language that you, the outsider, doesn't, you don't, we don't understand. understand. right. So to us, it sounds like we're yep. having a conversation, yep. but the language that they're speaking. Yeah. They are, they are not speaking to each other. They are speaking to God. It's just the rhythm and the tonation, the timing of it appears as though they are having a conversation. But it's not. Question, question, question. I want to take questions. Please ask me the questions. Okay, I'll come. Frame the question. Yes, Hadassah. Why the tongues are very similar. Their tongues are very similar. The same, right? Tongues are very similar. Uh, are the same, right? Okay. Very good question. Tongues are very similar or the same? Have you heard a baby's crying? Do all babies crying sound the same? Now, wait, 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 wait. Let, shh, listen. Listen. Babies crying, most of them, it's like the same or may sound the same, right? But a mother can tell the difference between this baby's crying and this other baby's crying, even though it's all air. But a mother can tell that this air is coming from Elisha. And this air is coming from Elijah. To the one who is not the mother, like the same. It's like, oh, it's like they're all crying. How did you know that this was this one? It's, oh, because I know. I know my baby's sound. Do you get it? So to us, it's like the same. But to God, he knows this one is coming from Michaela. Even though it's, it's ba 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 And this other one is also saying ba 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 but to God, God knows this is coming from Michaela. This one is coming from Princess. And this is what Princess is saying. And this is what Michaela is saying. But they're both saying the same thing. Yeah. To you, we are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. But to God, He knows exactly what each person is saying. It's mysterious. But that is the supernatural. Did I answer your question? So, the, actually, listen guys. That's one of the hurdles you must overcome if you are going to grow in speaking in tongues. I told you before, when I got the gift of speaking in tongues, do you know the tongues that I was speaking? That was it. That was it. Right now, you want me to speak in tongues for you right now? Okay, listen. Listen, guys, I'm going to speak in tongues now, okay? La cross, madifesos, kishazemole, bledisca bikayas. Nelebedolo, maziklendo, skijonda baritsos. Zeblia kloske, vezumeno, bradiski zomfedo bradias. Neklekoski zebondi, vazidi keliatose, maridos kaventos. Javazem blende zikotabali, breduske shivazom brendele kezubaya. Does it sound like a language? That and. 
Which of the two do you think um, sounds like real tongues? <laughs> the, the other one, right? Now, listen, listen. When I started speaking in tongues, blah, 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 blah. Of course, I go to church in a prayer meeting, and there are these people who've been around a long time, and their tongues sounding just like what I was just saying, right? And then they're speaking in their makolo, javlendo, menokeso, tibek, yadas. And speaking in tongues. And then I'm there with my little self. What do you think the devil was telling me? The devil, the, the, whilst praying, the devil will come and in my ears telling me, eh, what, what are you saying? Keep quiet and listen to proper tongues. That one is real tongues. This one, you are just making it up. Right? And because I had been taught, are you listening? I had been taught that one, the tongues that you speak, are you guys listening? The tongues that you will speak, it will not be coming from, it will coming from the Holy Spirit, right? But you will have to open your mouth and speak. And I've also been taught that it's just like a baby learning to speak. I mean, which mother, when you give birth and your child comes out from your womb and says, Hey, mom, good morning. <laughs> How will you feel? <laughs> hey, mom, good morning. <laughs> will you be scared and, 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 and start to run, right? But when the baby comes out, it's, it's one sound the baby is making. The baby may make that sound for a while, right? For a while. After some time, you see that even the crying changes, right? Crying changes after being with you and being in that communication environment, right? Communication environment for a while, they begin to learn how to speak. Their language then begins to grow, changes. It's the same with speaking in tongues because it's a spiritual aspect of it. The moment you get it initially, it's just few syllables. For some, it's just one syllable. Blah, 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 blah. For others, it could be two or three, but it's, it's not like a huge lot. How does it grow as you stay in a communication environment? That was what I was taught, and it really helped me. That once you have it, it doesn't matter what. Blah, 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 that's okay. That's it. The Holy Spirit, you have to have faith. You believe God. You know what God said? He says, which of you? He said, you people, you are not good like I am. I am good. You people are evil. But even you being evil, if your child were to ask you for a fish, princess, will you give your child a snake? Your child asked you for a fish, and then you go to the kitchen and get a snake and give it to your child. Will you do it? You won't do it, even though you people are evil. And God, this is Jesus speaking. He said, you people being evil, if your child were to ask you for bread, I want bread, and then you go and get him a stone and give your child a stone, will you do it? No. Or if your child were to ask you for an egg, and then you go and get a scorpion and come and give it to your child. Vanessa, will you do that? But you, even you being evil, you will not do that. How much more God, who is good, that I will ask God for such a precious gift like the Holy Spirit. And then God will give me an evil spirit. Do you think God will do that? No. Never. So, listen. 
There is no way on earth a child of God will ask God for the Holy Spirit and God will allow them to have an, another spirit. Never. Never. One of the reasons why some of us are scared to speak in tongues, because we think that we might get a different spirit, we might get another spirit. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe some other demon will come and then be speaking through me. Is the devil deceiving you? You know, remember, faith to please God, you must take God at his word. His word says, I will not give you another spirit when you ask me to give you the Holy Spirit. Period. God says this, I believe it. That is faith. There is no way in a place like this, at camp, when in a few minutes we are going to pray, when I say, let's stand up, let's pray, ask God to give you the Holy Spirit. That you ask him for the Holy Spirit, that he will give you another spirit. I mean, that demon, where will he pass? I don't even know where that demon will pass to come. The slap that God will give that demon, eh? He, won't, he himself, he won't even venture to come. Because God will keep his word. Are you with me? And so, we should not be scared about getting another spirit. But we should have faith that God said he will give me. So that when we start to pray, this is how it usually happens. Every time that we pray and we ask the Holy Spirit to fill us with the Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, every time we pray that prayer, everyone gets it. The only reason why some still end up going home without speaking in tongues is for these reasons that I'm telling you. One, either they're expecting the Holy Spirit to open their lips to, to speak their tongues, or two, they are scared. Okay? They are scared. Or, that I, 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 there are some words coming through in my, in my heart, but I'm thinking, that's not it. That's not really it. I mean, listen to Pastor Serious Tongues, and this, blah, 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 what's this, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 that's not it. And then we'll just keep our mouth shut. And some other, some other people are also expecting to have a certain feeling, you know? It's like, all of a sudden, have some goosebumps and have some feeling that, you know, oh, then the Holy Spirit has really come upon me. Then, then you are speaking in tongues. No, 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 no. Sometimes you may, get some, you may feel something, but most times you will feel nothing. Faith is not about feelings. Hmm? Faith has nothing to do with feelings. You can feel down, right? In your feelings, you feel down. But a person of faith will rise up and say, it, yeah, I feel down, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. And begin to make faith confessions. And as you do that, all of a sudden, you see that your feeling has changed. But you don't let your feeling be the one guiding what you do. You let your faith guide what you do. The Bible says, the just shall live by his faith. Okay? So, I told you the reasons why people don't speak in tongues when we pray for them to speak. One other reason why people don't is because they feel that they are not ready yet. They feel that for me to be able to speak in tongues, I have to straighten up my life, you know? I have to... I have to be to I have to be perfect and straighten up my life before I can start to speak in tongues. So you are saying that those of us who speak in tongues, all of us, our lives are straight. 
Michaela, you speak in tongues. Is your life straight? No. <laughs> it's not true. The devil is deceiving you. The only condition to speak in tongues, to have the Holy Spirit fill you, the only condition is for you to be a child of God. Are you a child of God? How do you become a child of God? Faith. For by grace are you saved through faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. That I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe that I am a sinner, but I believe Jesus Christ has taken my place. He is my Savior. Just by that belief, you have become a child of God. Period. Not about what you do or what you don't do. It's by faith. So, if I were to ask all of you here, God forbid if the earth opens up right now and we all go under and we die, where are you going? Heaven or hell? Heaven or hell? Hey, I'm asking all of you. Heaven or hell? Heaven? Heaven or hell? Heaven. If you, if you can say heaven, what that means is you have every right to be baptized by the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. You, you qualify fully, 100%, maybe 105% even. Fully qualify. If you cannot say that you are going to heaven, then we have something that we need to fix first, and that is your salvation. Do you get it? And so every child of God, God has given us this gift. This is the secret to overcoming sin in your life, I'm telling you. Where, I mean, I imagine, you think, I stay in my room. Oh, that's another thing I didn't tell you. Let's, I stay in my room and I spend one hour, two hours, just speaking in tongues. I do that. Right? Just speaking in tongues. And I'll be playing the worship songs. So I'll be playing worship music. Nice, nice spiritual worship music. And I'm just speaking in tongues. One hour, two hours, three hours. I'm still speaking in tongues. So I finish and then I come out. And the devil has prepared some very beautiful lady with her hair and whatever to come and tempt me. Okay? Two scenarios. One, I'm just coming out of heavy weight lifting, building up my spiritual muscles. And the other scenario, I've just finished eating bankun and just watched some nice Ghanaian, Nigerian movies. And I'm just there, not praying nothing. Right? And the devil brings this nice, beautiful lady. The two scenarios, which of the two do you think I am likely to be overcome or I'm likely to win? The, the, when I spoke in tongues, you see that uh, my faith muscles are high. It's so easy for me to be able to overcome. You, you get it? Because even as I'm speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit can even tell me, as I'm speaking in tongues, when you finish, don't go out by this door. <laughs> so I may not even see this beautiful lady. But the other one who was busy watching Ghanaian movie, that's, they don't hear the Holy Spirit. And just move anyhow, and then they are defeated. But they are both children of God. One spends time building their spiritual muscles. The other one just 
It's just there. Only comes to church on Sunday. Are you with me? So, one thing that I did, how did my tongues grow? Was I spent lots of hours. And I don't, uh, hours is different from minutes. Right? Hours is different from minutes. I spent lots of hours in my room speaking. And my siblings will be watching television or playing. I'll lock myself up in their room playing worship or preaching, speaking, blah, 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 And as I'm speaking, some other syllable will come. And be speaking that, be speaking that. All of a sudden, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing. And even now, like the tongues that I speak now are different from the tongue that I spoke last year. Ah, it can't stay the same. Why should it stay the same? Not to grow. Not to grow. The sign of being alive is growth. Is that true? The sign of being alive is what? Have you seen um, a flower before? I mean, we've all seen flowers, right? If you plant a flower in your room and it's growing, you see that it's growing. You come to my room and I have a fake flower. You've seen fake flowers before too, right? So it looks exactly like the one that you planted. Only that one is fake, but this one is real. The difference between the two of them, what will be the difference? One will grow, one won't grow. One will stay the same, exactly where it is. Whether you water it, whether you put sun, whatever, it will be there, but it's fake. The sign of... Being alive is growth. Somebody had their hand up. Okay. I'll take one more, two more questions, and then we'll pray. Question, question, question. Oh, I'm speaking in tongues. Question. Question on speaking in tongues. Are you sure you didn't have any more questions? Yes. Nick. Yeah, how do you know if you're actually speaking a good question? How do you know if you're actually speaking in tongues? The same question that I will ask when you become a child of God. So this person who's been doing all these bad stuff, all of a sudden heard a gospel, heard a message being preached, walked up to the front, said, I believe in Jesus, I said, Lord, please forgive me. How does that person know that they have become a child of God? Because the, the shoe that they came up with will still be, be on them. They will still look the same. Their height will not change. They will still be the same person. Right? But how do they know that they become a child of God? Aaron. You didn't see this coming. Right. They're developing their journey with God and you see it in their actions, changing their lifestyle, changing. But yeah, that's true. But in that moment, at the foot of the cross, where they accept Jesus, how will they know that they have become a child of God? By faith. By faith. By believing that God says, 
If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. That's Romans. Romans chapter 10. It says it. And remember, faith to please God is faith to take God at his word. So God says, if I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart, I will be saved. Oh, then I'm saved. Whether I feel like it or not, right, is by believing. It's like my telling my little boy that I'll build him an airport. He believes. <laughs> he believes that I'll build him an airport. He believes me. Yes, Kofi. Amen. Amen. I think uh, talking about the things of God, this is the Holy Spirit at work. But my question is pertaining to nowadays, though that we all, we all have the WhatsApp, you, you get the WhatsApp video and then somebody is supposedly speaking in tongues, yep. you know, making uh, mockery of uh, the things that the Holy Spirit distributes, <coughs> you know, so to speak. When they do that, do they fall into the category whereby Jesus said that anything against the Holy Spirit shall not be forgiven? That's number one. Number two, those of us sitting behind that phone or that WhatsApp that we see that thing that we laugh at, are we also making mockery of the things of God? Because right. this thing is a very, very delicate. That, 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 that statement that Jesus made is one thing that I still have not understood up to today. Yes. You know, and you see that, you see somebody, oh, our phone is old. And even if they are drunk or a fake pastor, you know, and yes, you want, we also laugh. Yep. Is that something that... So, um, that, that I want to answer that in two ways. There's one part of the question which I think is really relevant to us in terms of fake tongues. There is fake tongues. Okay? Now, I'll tell you where fake tongues can be and where fake tongues cannot be. Okay? Fake tongues, of course, is tongues that the devil gives to other people to deceive. The, how is the devil able to give fake tongues? One, realize the devil cannot give fake tongues to a child of God. He, he, he can't do it. It's, it's against spiritual laws. He, 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 there's no way he can do it. It's like, it's like saying the devil can create the world. He, he can't create the world. It's God is the creator. The devil cannot give fake tongues to a child of God. Someone who is born again, believes in Jesus. In their heart, genuinely following Jesus. And when I say genuinely following Jesus, I don't mean a perfect person. Do you get it? I mean somebody who is not faking it. You know, you, you can be genuine. You are not faking it, but you are not perfect. Do you get it? There are those who are faking it. They, they are doing all sorts of things and they come to church and they are just faking it. Right, and they're just faking it. So they're not truly children of God. So those people, the devil can easily deceive, right? And give them something that's fake because they're not truly children of God. But those of us who are, we are in our hearts really after God and it's not like we are faking whatever. We are just ourselves, just trying to seek for God ourselves. However, with all our weakness and whatever, that's fine. But we are into God. There's no way the devil can... He cannot, he will not even dare to try because the way that, I mean, God will slap him, he won't even dare to try. Do you get it? Now, the ones who get fake tongues, one, are those who are actually, they actually belong to the devil already. Right? So they're the devil's agents, whether they, are, they, they could masquerade as pastors, but they're actually agents of the devil doing stuff. So the devil gives them 
uh, fake tongues so they can deceive more people. Or there are those people who have not been born again, but they were just faking it and being around. Do you get it? But those of us who are children of God, we'd have no worries about getting fake tongues. It's not possible. That's the first aspect in answering your question. The second aspect in terms of mocking things of the Spirit of God, we all have to be careful. When, you know, there are many things that we don't understand in this world. It's not everything you will understand, okay? Especially, there are many spiritual things you will not understand. And so, when you don't understand something, your response should not be mocking it, okay? When you don't understand something, you don't make fun of it. All you say is, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it, but I'm sure they have reasons for doing it. That's okay. Right? But you don't make fun of it because you may be making fun of something that is genuine and from God. And when you do that, you're actually making fun of God. Okay? So we should all just... When you are a child of God, I would say you shouldn't necessarily worry so much because when the Holy Spirit is in you, the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, they are children. Every child of God, the Holy Spirit speaks to you in your heart. You will know immediately. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will just prompt you. Leave that alone. Don't comment about it. And then you just keep your mouth shut. It happens to me many times. You just say, yeah, it's weird. It's whatever. But don't say anything about it. Leave it alone. Right? That's a child of God. A child of God is somebody who the Holy Spirit can lead you. Hmm? So, one more question and then we'll pray. My honest heart prayer for all of you is for you to be filled with the Spirit of God. To be very honest with you. For you to be filled with the Spirit of God. Without that, your Christian walk is going to be shaky. Very shaky. You need to be filled with the Spirit of God. You have to desire for it. Remember what I told you? The Holy Spirit doesn't go against your will. You have to desire for it. So one last question, Vanessa. Are we going horseback riding? Okay. Do you want us to go to horseback riding? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we are going to horseback riding. After lunch. As many as want to. If you want to. If you don't want to, you can stay in the Yeah. If you don't want to. One last question on speaking in tongues, guys. Okay. Yes. Come on, guys. Quiet, quiet. Quiet, let's listen. Yes, Linda. Where were you when you first started to speak in tongues? How old was I? Where were you? Where was I? I was in Ghana. Like, like where? Like, were you at a camp? Were you just home? Ah, good question. No. So... I was, so remember I was talking to you about desiring for it. I so badly wanted to be filled with the Spirit of God. So badly. Because I knew, I mean, when I became a Christian, I just didn't want to become a, just like a normal Christian. No. 
I just didn't want to go to church and just come home with my nice Bible, go to church, come home, whatever. Yeah, you don't do bad stuff. No, I, I wanted more. I, I knew that God is real and that I can experience God. You know how like Enoch walked with God. I, I wanted that kind of experience where I know God for myself. God speaks to me and I speak to him. And I wanted more than just churchy stuff. So I was actively pursuing to baptize with the Spirit. So at church, sometimes we'll have prayer meetings. I'll go pray for me. And because I didn't have that teaching like I've just taught you guys, I'll be there. Who oh, I knew after I had the teaching, I knew that many times I had received the gift, but I never had the faith to open my mouth and pray because I wasn't taught. Because when, when this so how I got it, there was this pastor who had organized a prayer meeting just for praying for people to get this gift. And the way he did it was he would teach, like I've just taught you, all the stuff about the, all the questions you have on your mind, teach from the scripture how this thing is. And then after he pray, and very simple prayer. It's not like not nothing, whatever. He didn't even touch. We're just standing there, receive the Holy Spirit. And because of the teaching, you know, that's the power of God's word. Now I knew, oh, I've had this experience several times, only I never really opened my mouth to speak. And so this time I opened my mouth and I spoke and all that I spoke, blah, 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 blah. And the man was standing there and he was saying, yes, that is it, boy. That is, the, that is it. Speak it. Yeah. And so I, I hung on to it. And then after when we finished, we sat and he told us, the devil is going to come to some of you and tell you that what you had is not tongues. So don't speak it. Right? And so I, I heard him. I said, okay, yeah. And surely the devil came. As, as I'm speaking it, even in my room, as I'm speaking it, blah, 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 hearing something telling you. Of course, you won't see the devil with horns and pitchforks standing there. No? You hear a voice telling you, what you are saying, that's not real. You see, you, you are the one, and that's another thing. He will say, you are the one saying it. You are the one speaking it. It's not the Holy Spirit. You are the one speaking it. But, come on, devil. Of course, I am the one speaking it. Right? They began to speak, not the Holy Spirit. They began to speak, even though the words were from the Holy Spirit. So what it, what it means, what happens in speaking in tongues is, when I'm speaking, you don't think. You know, as I'm talking to you, I have to think of what I'm saying to say it. But speaking in tongues, you don't think of what you are going to say. It just comes out. However shape and form, it comes out. Do you get it? You, Right, and to you, it doesn't make sense. You don't plan, this is what I'm going to say. Oh, this is the next one that I'm going to say. So it's, a, it, it, it's all flowing from the Holy Spirit. But you are the one speaking it out. You have to open your mouth and speak it. Do you get it? And if you don't do that, the Holy, Spirit can, will not, the Holy Spirit will not hold your tongue and begin to move it to make sounds. No, he, he doesn't do that. So that's how I got it. I asked okay. because I asked because you guys are all at camp. My first encounter was at church camp. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's just like this. Yeah. When we were you guys' age and we went to camp and praying yeah. and I had all those messages like, you know, I can feel it and the pastor saying, just open your mouth. Yeah. Open my mouth and I opened it and I was like, Oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know? 
a lot happens at camp. He got his as camp too. It's unfortunate that the person not prayed for me to get it. He's no longer in the Lord now. Right. Right. So a lot, a lot can happen to you at camp. And I, if 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 I were to be asked, what one thing happened to you in your Christian walk with God that you can say, if it never happened to you, you will still you will you will not be in God. I would say it's speaking in tongues. That has transformed my Christian life. Like when I say transformed, I mean transformed my Christian life. All right. What's the time? 11? 11 10. All right. So let's be on our feet. We're going to pray. How many of us, show by hand, how many of us have never spoken in tongues? Never had this gift of speaking in tongues? Show by hand, 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 show by hand. Okay. Yeah. And how many of us want this gift? Speaking in tongues. Show by hand, show by hand, show by hand. You want this gift. Okay. You are going to have it, okay? You will have it. You will have it. You will have it. You will have it. I want you to desire for it. Desire for it, okay? Why do you have to desire for it? Because the Holy Spirit will not force himself on anyone. Guys, pay attention. The Holy Spirit will not force himself on anyone. The Holy Spirit respects your choice. So when you choose that, Holy Spirit, I want your gift. You will have it. Okay? Now at this point, I'm going to ask those of us who already speak in tongues, or something the Lord told me last night, as we all slept, there was a truck load of gifts that were sent to us here at camp. Gifts. Spiritual gifts. That angels brought to us. So if you are interested, you will get a different gift. You will get more gifts from the Holy Spirit. So I want all of you to be on alert as we are about to pray. Okay? Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. He is here right now. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, 
God is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. One more time. Holy Spirit, you are where I want to hear you sing it. Oh, come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord. There are some of you who are just wondering right now, oh, I hope I'll get it this time. You're, just listen, listen. You're just wondering, you're just thinking in your heart, oh, I hope I get it this time. The Lord wants me to tell you that He is more eager to give it to you than you are eager to, ha to have it. Okay? So if you are here, you've never spoken in tongues, never been filled with the Spirit of God to speak in tongues, I want you to come if you want this gift. Okay? If you want it, just take a step, come in front here going to pray with you as we sing. I said we help us to sing that song. Holy Spirit, just come. Come in front here if you want this gift. I'm going to pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blaze and fill the atmosphere. Oh, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come flood, come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, oh, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come flood, come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to pray for you. As I pray for you, when I say receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. Now some of you standing at the back there, in the, the Holy Spirit will still come upon some of you, even though you haven't come up here. The Lord is going to touch you. Some of you who are already speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you also. will feel like fire. 
it will feel like fire that has come upon you wherever you are now i don't want all any of you to be scared or anything the holy spirit is here so i don't want you to be scared the holy spirit is here now those of you standing in front i want you to say after me and say it from your heart okay don't be distracted by what is going on they are all having their own touch say lord jesus thank you for saving me i believe in you that i am your child and your word says if I ask you to give me the Holy Spirit that you will give me the Holy Spirit and so right now I have faith as I ask you to give me the Holy Spirit fill me fill me fill me with the Holy Spirit all right now i'm going to pray for you okay in the name of jesus receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit the spirit of god is coming upon you okay receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit the holy spirit is on you my sister receive the holy spirit receive 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 yes receive it whatever sounds whatever sounds bubbling up just speak it out speak it out you don't have to understand it just speak it out receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit take it take it yes the holy spirit is on you take it take it take it receive the holy spirit yes take it the holy spirit is on you take it receive it receive receive, receive. 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 mazola predos receive receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit take it take it take it now i don't want you to speak in english or any language you understand okay just in your heart thank the lord for giving you the holy spirit and as you hear any sounds within you just open your mouth and speak it out it doesn't have to make sense will not make sense touch in the name of Jesus Shikaba Bales Clemves Ilabarenos Jevrontes Bazicula Preduske Ventus Imanele Shandiske Sibarenos Louvratele Basilonfrendos Jepakila Zelos 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 Barendolo Bosiki Pelombra Deles Mishumbe Dumakeya Take it receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit receive the holy spirit take it now 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus receive the Holy Spirit receive the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is on you speak it out 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 loudly the Holy Spirit is on you Malembros Yes, 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 Fire. 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 Yes. Fire. 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 I release the fire. I release the fire. Yes. Fire. Fire. I come in the name of Jesus. Come under divine fire now. Lebra dilemos. Jefe colaba. Yekariada bazoze. Nevele mandus ki bazama neliadaba. Precoce. Vizombre nila bazante li mama. Ha 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 ha. Oh, le prende le monde le cuchabadoles. Fire. 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 Mayados. เยบราลาลาลาบาตาริยาดาบาเจฟรันเดเลบาตาริยาดาบาตาริยาดาบาเจฟรันเดเลบาตาริยาดาบาตาริยาดาบาตาริยาดาบาตาริยาดาบาต
Speak it. That's 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 it. The hand of the Lord is resting on you right now, mightily, mightily. Corridos. Ha. Yebalos. 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 Yebalaba. Yebalaba. Yekelelele. Ha ha. That's it. Kelonde. Brendolo. Speak it out. Speak it out. Maronde. Radelos. Radelos. Yes. 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 Yekalemonde. Veronde. Yebaranda. Aroske. The Spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. Mightily. 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 Melemenolos. Yekeredola. Yeberelelelebo Syria. Reba Shonda Rabende Revido Lomose. Ha. Kerelelelebos. Yes, 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 speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, the more you speak it, the more it comes, speak it out, speak it out, the more you speak it, the more it comes, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, the more you speak it, the more it comes, that's it, speak it out, your life will never be the same again, speak it out, speak it out, Paros, Jekilas, Biliminalos, Zefrendelele, Paralalabas, Zebadala, Miliminalos, Zebronelele, speak it out, speak it out. Zaralalabatari and Dalabakari and Dalababa, Malabos, Sandaralaba, Kariatalaba, Barada, Sundaralaba, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, Shomeleba, Melebos, Yezarabos, Yezaralos. The Holy Spirit is on you, Irina. Speak it out. Boshala, Boshala, Zevarendo, Rakitamole, 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 Yevaradaba, like fire is on you, like fire. Speak it out, it's on you. Sharela Monde, speak it out. Yes, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Karonda La, Zetalabande, that's it. Karonde, Marande, Zetalaba, that's it, that's it, that's it. Speak it out. Zolelele, Karadalala, that's it, that's it, that's it. Yes, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out. Zolelelebo, Karadalaba, Siriadaba, Zebrenadalaba, Kokaradaba, Zebrenadalaba, Baradolo, Baradazemo, Zandaralaba, Kariande, Kabadi. That is it. Speak it out. Speak it out. That is it. That is it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Don't stop. Continue. Don't stop. Speak it. Don't stop. Speak it out. Speak it out. Open your mouth. That is it. That is it. Speak it out. Paralamendo. Paralamendo. Yes. 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 Yes.
whatever words that you feel coming out, just open your mouth and speak it. It doesn't have to make sense. The Spirit of God is on you right now. It is the Holy Spirit that is giving you those words. Just speak it out. Lord Radeles, Shokaramandis. And when you speak it out, Ravelo, Rate, Zaralamande, Barondes, Zombre Tulalaba. Oh, yes, Kosharalaba. Yokarelemo, speak it out, that's it, speak it out, loudly, speak it out, that's it, Karemodo. Valelelemosha, Zemorebelebe Kuria, Itaralarama, Yemelebe. Yeah, the devil is telling you you are making it up, but it's a lie. The Holy Spirit is giving you the words. Koshadarala, speak it out. Shonerele, Barandele, Barandele, Barandele. It's very simple. The Holy Spirit is on you. Jemerele, Zekoronerelebo. Don't stop. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out loudly. Speak it out. The more you speak, the more it comes. The more you speak, the more it comes. Sekorelemo, Gorelebronde, Zandaralaba Kataria, Rebo Sabaralaba. Baranola, Barandola, Barandola, Zonderelaba, Lekre Dilalala Bataya, Jevorelo Zuriadaba, Baralala Bazariante Leba, the Variante Riane Leba, the Variante Leba, Barostava, don't stop, continue to speak it. Just going to pray with her, she has it. Just going to, she has it already, just going to pray with her. Mazeroleba, Jeboreleba, Paralabo, Shandereleba, Valebo Sukibala, Sorelebo, Shibalaba, Zeperoleba. Oh, yes. The Lord is giving you a special gift. Receive it now. Jealous. Receive it now. Receive it now. Very special. Receive it now. Zorolobos. Haha. Recruita. Zeverombres. Zorolobos. Sandeleleba. Timbaloba. Neroloba. Tomorosikihara. Ah. Yay! Zorolobosia. Let that gift be stirred up. Let that gift be stirred up. Let that gift be stirred up. Azirala, I stir it up now. Jerelebande, Vilumbre Gustafuna Rabade, Baralaba Suriadaba, Ponolelelelebo, Zaferedole, Zaferedole, Zopriande, Zopriande, Zopriande. Yes, yes, yes. Suralaba, speak out, speak out the tongues. The Holy Spirit is on you. You have the tongues. Speak it out. Reduce, reduce. Lebrende, Veronti, Jibarabele, Mekarina, Barionde, 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 Zeberemo, Rokitala, Rokitala, Rebulabreme, Rebulabreme, Paralalaba, 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 Mango Sandaralaba. That is it. That is it. Zakuri. That is it. Manoros. Bameles, Bareles, 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 that is it, speak it out, that is it, the more you speak, the more it comes, Zorolonde, Revulemros, Zemronele, Baralame, 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 Makado, Zemoron, speak it out, Zuliana, Raveleme, the Spirit of God is on you, Zerelos, 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 Zabaralalalaba, don't stop speaking out, Nekoriadaba, Terelelemande, Nezombronerelaba, 
Sebaridala, 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 Karyanereleva, 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 Karondaralaba, Mamboriadala, 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 Kaparianereleva, Kaparianterianaralaba, Ozabaralaba, Barane Sabaralaba, Kaparianereleva, continue to speak, don't stop it. That is it, that is it, speak it out. Shobala, Zebros, Shevale, Zameno, Malame, Palolo, Lalalo, Zaralo, Spigina, Corolo, Parelo, Shabedo, Palas, Zemos, Zike, Shado, Rako, Parala, Zephelo, Padile, Hazemo, Yes Lord, Yes Lord, Yes Lord, Yes Lord, Shondarala, Alababa, Masukada Baladaba, Oriata Lalaba, Caparia Sedeleba, Orababa Sakabaya, Parabadariadaba, Parabadariadaba, Orababa Sandaralaba. Guys, listen. Some of you have received the Holy Spirit. Right now, the Lord is telling me He's going to cast out some spirits out of us. There are some of us who have been tormented by demons for a long time. Those spirits are going to leave because they can't stand the presence of God that is here right now. The presence of God is strong. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. That is tormenting the people of God to leave. In the name of Jesus. I command you to leave. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I release fire. And I command you to leave. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shukaras. Jelembros. I command you to leave. Yes, Lord. I command you to leave. In the name of Jesus. I command you to leave. Jorolobros, Kivatere Lemondes, Aderemos, Kifandaralaba. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am the sword of the Lord. I 
I don't want you to stop praying. Continue to pray. The more you pray, the more it comes. Don't want you to stop praying. Continue to speak in tongues. Continue to speak in tongues. Don't stop praying. Continue to speak in tongues. Yes. Continue. Don't stop. Continue. Don't stop. Continue. Don't stop. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Jelalamonde. Speak it out. Ravesco Baradalas. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. Don't stop. 
Yes, continue to speak it. Parolaba, 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 Mantaralaba, Robasanaralaba. Yes, speak it out, speak it out. That's it, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out. Shandalalaba, Barabasori Lalaba, Barabasori Lalaba, Barabasori Lalaba, Barabasori Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Paromasana Lalaba, Paromasana Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Paramasori Lalaba, Ramazo and Lalaba, Kafariana Lalaba, Ramababa, Ramababa, Ramazana Lalaba, Ramazana Lalaba, Ramazana. Yes, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out. Speak it out, don't stop. Matolabada, Rabazonaralaba, Rabazoko Marabadala, Kaparalaba, 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 Kaparandorianaralaba, Kaporiandarianaralaba, Kaporiandaralaba, Kaporiandarianaralaba, Korabasanaralaba, Korabazorianaralaba, Kaparandorianaralaba, Kaparandorianaralaba, Kaporiandaralaba, Kaporiandarianaralaba, Rabazoanaralaba, Kaparian. Thank you, Lord. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare your living Your presence, Lord. Oh, I've tasted and seen all the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is sundown. Your presence, Lord. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. 
and flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcoming. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be Lord, Holy Spirit, you are welcome Come from this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome. By your presence, Lord, let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. All right. Can I ask all of you up here that receive the Holy Spirit baptism, show by hand. Show by hand. I know you all got it. I just want to see where your faith is. Show by hand. Whatever you started speaking is the gift okay there is nothing mysterious about it the way to keep it is by praying with it that is the way to keep it that is the way to let it grow however it was that you got it whether it was you get to your room you start praying with it put on some worship songs Pray with it alone in your room. Okay? As you do it, it grows. If you don't and you leave it, that's it. You, 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 next time we're praying for people to receive, you'll be coming again because you'll say, I don't have it. But you had it. The Holy Spirit came on all of you that came in here. He was on everyone. Everyone got it. Pray with it. Okay? The devil will come to you like he came to me. You are making it up. He will tell you. It's not real. You are just making it up. You tell him, God told me when I ask him for the Holy Spirit, he will not give me another spirit. I'm not making it up. It's from the Holy Spirit. And then you continue to speak it. Okay? You continue to speak it. It's going to grow. Now, I want you to get into your seats. There's another gift the Holy Spirit is going to pour on everyone. So just stand back. You want me to pray with you? Are you okay? How are you feeling? 
want God to touch you? Do you want God to touch you? Do you want God to touch you? You're okay? Father, I pray for Selena. Reveal yourself to her in a unique and special way. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will give you a special gift. Do you believe it? Receive that gift from God. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your work in your heart right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, Amen. You're very special to the Lord. He really loves you. Wow. Pursue God, okay? Thank you. All right, let's see. Carados. All right. Take your seats. Take your seats. Take your seats. I said I said Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Why are you guys bothering her? Why are you guys bothering her? Quiet. You guys leave her alone. She's good, I said. Leave her alone. She's good. Oh, my goodness. She's good. Thank you. All right. The Holy Spirit wants to give everyone a special gift. The Holy Spirit baptism and speaking in tongues is just one of the many gifts that the Holy Spirit has. But there is more he wants to give you guys. So as you are seated, I want you to do your hand like this, like you're, like you're receiving a gift from someone okay do your hand like that and close your eyes angels of God will just drop gifts into your hands they'll just drop special gifts into your hands like you are receiving it believe and expect something to drop right now into your hands something special will drop into your hands thank you Holy Spirit take it now the gift of the Spirit of God. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. The gift of tongues. Diverse kinds of tongues. Interpretation of tongues. The gift of prophecy. Huh. The working of miracles. The gifts of healings. Gifts are dropping into your hands. Gifts. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge. Barenos. Sharanalalala. Vanessa, come. Zaremondes. Sharondas. Zelenvrenelis, Shikimalos, 
lift up your hands. Zalalabos, Sharaba, special gifts, special gifts coming on you, coming on you. Zeralendos, Shikilabaros, Cheveredolas, Zabrendes, Zekorondes, the gifts of healing. The gift of healing. Take it now. Take it now. Derendos, Zeborondes, Zeronda. These hands, these hands will work miracles. Zerendos, Revolabredeles, Zikilimi, Parados. Take it now. Take it now. Jeromonde, Varibodolos, Zupridala Badelos, Zantelelebas. Put your hands over your eyes. Your eyes will be open. Your eyes will be open. The spirit of revelation. The spirit of revelation. Your eyes will be open. The spirit of revelation. Coming on you. Resting on you. You will see visions. You will see into the spirit realm. The Lord will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Let this gifts be manifest. Be manifest. Be manifest. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look at me, Baranos. Look at me. Stand up. Stand up. Come, let me pray for you. Jerolo Brondes. Vase Zubradeles. Stand up, stand up, stand up. It's okay. Share the voice. I just can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. It's okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it anymore. All right. I can't do it now. I can't do it now. I can't do it now. Michaela, come. Michaela. Come. 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 All right. Okay. Guys, listen. 
Listen. Listen. Guys, listen. God really loves you guys. God really loves you guys. And he has given everyone here a gift. Okay? What I want you to know is you have to begin to stir up those gifts in you. One way you do that by praying in tongues. The gift you have just received as you stay in your room speaking tongues. Those gifts will be stirred up. Okay? You, are, you would all of a sudden realize that you are different. You would begin to realize that something has changed about me. You are different. Now you, you realize that you begin to desire more for God. You begin to yearn more for God. A certain hunger for God. You want more of God. And that is happening to you. Okay? It's, it's lunch time. Let's lift our hands as we share the grace. It's lunch time. We're going to share the grace. Go and have lunch. Don't worry about these ones. They are perfectly fine. The Holy Spirit is doing a work in their hearts and in their lives. Okay? They're perfectly fine. So, let's, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So, so Linda, you take, take them for lunch. Like, take everyone. Guys, so it's lunch. You can go and eat. And then after eating, we'll have a um, team building. After team building, if you want to go horseback riding, rock climbing, archery, whatever, you can choose, okay? If you want to stay here as well, that's up to you, okay?